Welcome to the Winning with Shopify podcast. This is the podcast that will teach you to take your Shopify store and turn it into an automated sales machine. It has the latest marketing, email, sales, and social media advice. And it also has strategies and tips from the experts without the fluff. Your host is Caroline Belinska. She's a Shopify education partner with the Shopify approved course, 1000 Sales and Beyond. And she's the founder of JustAskParker.com, the only small marketing task agency for Shopify owners. She has over 15 years experience in marketing, manufacturing, design, and e-commerce. In the podcast, she'll share her knowledge and interview the experts to help you in your journey to success. So don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Now, here's your host, Caroline Belinska. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Well, this is Caroline Blinska, and you haven't heard from me for a couple of weeks now. So much has been going on in this world, not just out there in the public, but also in my personal world. And I'm very excited to tell you all about it today. So thank you for joining me again. If you are new to this podcast, we talk to other Shopify stores who are Shopify owners. We also talk to great app developers as well. I am always talking about all the latest things that we need to know about being Shopify merchants. So today I want to make this huge announcement. There has been so much going on. There's actually three huge announcements I want to make. So we all know coronavirus has been going on. Things have changed so much in the world. So many more companies are coming online. And while that's all been going on, I've had some other personal things going on as well. So The first thing that's been going on is that we have actually been upgrading Just Ask Parker in the back end, but I started all of that well before Corona started. And then along the way, some other things came up. And one of them is, is that I'm actually pregnant. I'm going on maternity leave. This is going to be one of the last times you hear from me personally, but there's some amazing news that comes with that as well. The other amazing thing is that we have a new partner in our company called Nick and Nick Truman is actually the most wonderful guy. I met him a couple of years ago. I can't rule when I get him on. I'm going to ask him exactly when it was. I think it was two or three years ago. We met through a colleague that we both know and you're going to meet him today actually. Nick is one of those people who is just a genuine all-round great guy but also highly skilled in what he does and you are going to be blown away with the types of clients he's been working with for the last few years. So we'll find out more about him. But what does this mean for this podcast? And what does this mean for Just Ask Parker in general? Well, there's going to be so many new things going on. Nick actually has his own team of experts. He's got a whole team of people that he works with that do amazing things in his business that he has. And he's bringing them all along to Just Ask Parker and the Winning with Shopify podcast. So they're now going to be on board helping us help you get a better store. We've got new tasks that are going to be offered. There's a whole range of new tasks. We currently have about 100 in the system. There's going to be more. Also, Nick specializes in SEO and pay-per-click, and that's what he's been doing in his company, Spect Digital, for the last couple of years. So he's going to be bringing all of that knowledge into Just Ask Parker as well and sharing it on the podcast as well as that. And he's going to be taking over this podcast. And when he takes it over, he's going to be interviewing some amazing guests. He's been telling me off the live show what he's been working on. And he's already got set up about 10 new amazing guests that are going to be coming on. So exciting times for 2020 for us. So Nick will be taking over most of the podcast, but I'll be on maternity leave and coming in and out as well and co-hosting and still around in the background as well. 
So like I said, Nick has been someone that I'd met through a colleague a couple of years ago, and we actually worked together in London. We did a couple of live presentations together. So if you're listening to this and you've seen me speak live in London, then you've probably seen Nick as well. I've been on his stage. He's been on my stage and he really is fantastic and he's very, very knowledgeable. And he's one of those people that's just straight to the line. He's already worked with quite a few of our clients at Just Ask Parker privately on SEO things and pay-per-click tasks. So our clients love him already, who already know him. So I'm really excited that you all get to know him as well. Nick has already been part of the 1000 Sales and Beyond course that I brought out at the end of last year. So he has put together all the training for the Shopify setup section. He's going to be adding so much more training in there as well. So he's also done some other workshops with us along the way. So you can go and watch those over at justaskparker.com. And like I said, he's really been specializing in SEO and pay-per-click, and he's going to be bringing that all across to us as well. Now, I want you to meet him now. He's going to tell us more about some case studies and some of his amazing clients that he works with. So Nick, I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so excited that I get to announce this finally while we've been working on this in the background. So Nick, great to have you here today. Cool. No, thanks so much, Caroline. And it's great to be here. And um, I just want to say I didn't write anything Caroline's just said, but I am incredibly flattered. Um, So um, I thought I'd make that clear quickly. But um, yeah, it's great to be here. And as Caroline said, I, um, I think my official title is CEO, which I don't love the title, if I'm honest, but it just sort of fit the bill. I'm one of those kind of people who I'd much rather just crack on with some projects and that sort of thing rather than uh, sort of sitting in the limelight. But um, equally, that yeah, that is that is my official title here. Um, as Caroline said, I'm one of the partners. And so I'm going to be running a lot of these podcasts going forward while Caroline's off on maternity leave and all the sort of joys and sleepless nights that come with that as well. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm going to be taking over stuff. And we've got some amazing guests lined up from some of the world's biggest tech companies, quite a few Shopify Plus partners that we already work with in my business. Um, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more today as we uh, as we go on. But um, yeah, it's great to be here. So um, thanks so much for having me in the business, Caroline. Oh, I'm so excited. When I got you on board, I was just like, this is going to be a game changer for us. And over the last few weeks of us trying to get everything working in the back end, it definitely has been. So super, super excited. I want you to tell us more about Spec Digitals. Tell us more about that, what that company is that you've had for quite a few years now, what that's been doing for you and how you think that's going to come into, you know, like you said, the podcast, it's exciting. You've got so many great guests that you can bring across as well. But what is Spec Digital and what have you been doing there? Yeah, sure. So as you can probably tell from my accent, I'm based in the UK. So we're based in London and in a beautiful place called Surrey, just southwest of central London itself. Spec is, it's a bit of a child that kind of birthed out of something else, to be honest, which in my experience, that's where all the best things come from. You sort of set out in one direction, you learn as you go and you keep changing your strategy until something starts to win. My background was in uh, when I was sort of 16, 17, I started working for a, a PPC agency. Ironically, the office we're now based in is only two walls away from the room I started it nearly 15 years ago, which was just amazing when you think about it. I worked there for a bit just working in PPC advertising, so just Google Ads, Google Analytics. It was all numbers. And I absolutely loved mathematics and music. They were two things that were very close to my heart. So numbers just fell in. It was literally like looking at the Matrix to me. And for those of you youngins out there, um, The Matrix is one of the best trilogies ever. So please go and watch it if that reference made no sense. Um, but um, yes, yeah, so it, 
that was my background. I then started my own business, PPC SEO um, agency, and we supplied services to a whole ton of different clients, mostly sort of local, small, family-run businesses. Things adapted and they grew a little bit. Somebody bought us. Um, it wasn't a massive transaction by any means. But at the time, I was quite young. It was quite exciting. And the guys that bought it were experiential marketers. So that was then a business that was, um, you know, when you sort of get off the train at a major train station and there's like, um, you know, Toyota are giving out leaflets and you can win one of their cars. They would organize campaigns like that, but they wanted to digitalize as a business. And so we came in and did a lot of that. I then worked with some huge enterprise businesses like um, G Technology, Sony, ITV. Kate Spade New York was one of the first big e-commerce projects that I worked on. I'd worked a lot in e-commerce and it was all just very second nature to me at the time. And then after that, and this is where spec really came from. After we did that, spec was essentially me contracting as myself for a whole lot of businesses. I quite quickly, and I know this is sort of similar to your background in the sense, Caroline, with the agency world, I just got so bored of just providing services. To me, it was more like, okay, I need to make a difference. And to make a difference, I need to grow businesses. But how am I going to do that? What skills do I need? What kind of businesses should we target? And in no time at all, it was like, well, look, I'm really good at marketing. Marketing drives sales and customer acquisition. That's how we're going to get them to grow. So Spec was then formed as a consultancy. One of the first uh, clients we picked up was TK Maxx, as we call them in the UK. They're TJX um, in most of the rest of the world. And they just had so many interesting problems, challenges. The, the first brief they put in front of me was, what is going on? Within no time at all, I, I helped them out with that. And that was from a sort of partly from an SEO point of view, but also from a wider e-commerce point of view. And then Spec was a, um, a sort of development of that. So I employed a few assistants that were helping me out, mostly doing kind of data work and that sort of thing. Those guys then started getting more and more experience, doing more consultative work. We brought more consultants into the business. We changed the name to Spec. So officially, we couldn't get the name Spec at Companies House in the UK. So that's why I went with Spec Digital. Um, but yeah, we, we hate the word digital, to be honest. It was just the most uh, fitting thing at the time. And the reason we hated it is four letters was more than enough about us. It was all about the client, the focus. What are they trying to achieve? And we very much tried to keep that at the forefront of all the content that Spec push out in terms of our website and that sort of thing. We don't have any social media channels. I think we've got a LinkedIn page just because our staff are connected on there, but it's really not about us. You know, we don't do case studies. It's about the client. It's about, okay, this is the way we're going to solve this problem. And so that's my kind of background and where Spec came from. And then today we have a whole range of kind of enterprise B2B clients. We're doing huge amounts of lead generation, a lot of clients that are starting to scale or grow. Um, Again, I'm massively, and you'll, you'll learn more of this as you listen to more of these podcasts. I'm not a fan of this kind of startup world, which is why I hate words like scale. And also why I hate the term CEO, which I might do a whole podcast on, on terminology and how important it is and actually what words can mean. It's something I've studied a lot over the years. But yeah, I think the, the B2B side of things, it's companies that are really starting to grow. They want to digitalize, as, as Caroline mentioned earlier about coronavirus. There's a lot of that going on at the moment. And so... Yeah, it's been an interesting road and we've got all these B2B clients on one side and the other side, which is much more relevant to certainly a lot of the listeners to this podcast and what Just Ask Parker do and, and hence my involvement in Just Ask Parker from here forwards is we have a huge amount of clients on the e-commerce side of stuff. You know, I mentioned TJX, which, you know, they're a multi-billion dollar business, absolutely huge. And um, we work with those guys. And then we also work with tiny little startup Shopify stores or B2B wholesale companies that sell, you know, truckloads of, uh, of furniture or products to other retailers to then sell. A lot of those guys are now going direct and they're using Shopify. Hence my, my desire to want to be more involved with something like, uh, like Just Ask Parker. So that's kind of where we've come from and what Spec's doing. You know, it's been an interesting road. And, and Caroline, I know you've, um, you've been on a sort of similar journey over the years as well, but uh, 
yeah, it's, it's led to a really interesting place now in, in terms of where I'm at, you know, the involvement with Parker and, uh, and some of the plans we've got that we're going to be announcing over the next few months. No, I'm, I'm very, very excited. And we were just talking before we jumped on this call was that one of the clients from Just Ask Parker that you're actually working with, you're helping her with her PPC. I don't want to mention her name because we haven't asked her permission, but she's a huge Amazon seller. And while she's selling a lot, you were explaining to me that I was taking care of Just Ask Parker was taking care of her Shopify store. But you took over because she was doing very, very well with Amazon sales. But once you looked at the numbers, she was actually not making any profit. And that's a big problem that people are finding is that, yes, there's a big number there, million dollars, but then really there's no profit coming through. And then you've gone through and I think you've been working with her, what now, six months? Yeah, yeah. something, Something like that. And you have changed everything of how she runs her business. So you've managed to bring in actual profit into her business, which is a big deal. And um, I'm, I'd love you to, you know, one day do an episode about her because I know them well. And her partner in that is someone that we also work with as well in another one of their businesses. But they're a good case study, I think, of just how just because you see a big number there, you know, saying that's a million dollars turnover doesn't mean that there's profit. And what I love about you, and from the moment I met you, I remember Chloe introduced us, I've always loved that you're so genuine and you're like, no, hang on a second. Let's talk about the actual profit and how we can make real money. And you've definitely shown that you can do that very, very well. Sure. And there's, I mean, the important point to make is that there is no kind of golden silver bullet that's always going to work. You know, it's every business really is different. And I hate, again, I hate it as a cliche, but it is really, really true that these guys, as you say, they were, they were doing some stuff on Amazon and I didn't know about that. So when, I'll be, I'll be brutally honest because we're not using their name. When Caroline first emailed me and was like, these guys need some SEO support, um, you know, I'd love you to help them out. You, you know, you were definitely the business for, for them. I didn't mention, did I not mention Amazon to you? No, I had no idea. So I looked at the website <laughs> and I honestly was on an internal call with my guys in, in our team. I think I was, I think I was speaking at a conference out in Rotterdam at the time, which I know is right next to where you are. We probably could have just had coffee in hindsight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember looking at it and I was like, is this website a joke? That's what I said to my team. And I was like, this website is horrible. Like they, they cannot have any sales. This is not a project for us. But Caroline's introduced her, you know, we'll have a quick chat. But I'm going to be, like you say, I'm going to be brutally honest with her in a nice way. You know, I think it's, it's firm but fair is always my policy. A kind of, you know, let's be polite. We're all humans here. We're going to get a lot more out of life if we are nice to each other and we give people the time of day and that sort of thing. But equally, I'm not going to hold back and be like, you know, your business looks great. I'm not going to lie to her. And I said, look, the website is not where it needs to be for this. And some, ve- you know, if you basically just put a whole new theme on your Shopify store, I reckon revenue could double. We're in the process of doing that right now. So we'll see if I was right. Again, I'm not sure it'll double. I, I gave that suggestion as well. So yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then when, when I said like, you know, tell me about the business then sort of thinking like, she's going to say like, yeah, we're all working full time and this is a side project. And, you know, we're getting um, $100 a month in revenue, like we're selling three or four products a month at the moment. And then when she told me she was doing nearly $200,000 some months on Amazon, I almost had a heart attack. I was like, well, I was like, sorry, run, run that by me again. Um, and then when she told me that, I, I actually sent the website to a couple of people I knew and was like, guess how much revenue. I'm not going to tell you the exact amount. I just want to know what you're going to guess. And everybody was like way off. Um, and obviously it wasn't the website, it was Amazon doing that. But it shows you that people wanted the product. She'd found a really good niche. Now it was a technical and marketing and branding exercise to get her to where she needs to be. You know, and Google Shopping as well, and this is a, a much wider point here, is there's so many challenges that you will never, ever overcome with tracking 
Google Shopping and advertising. And the challenge you'll never overcome is attribution. So what you need to do is you need to know a few things like if we run Google ads, do we get more SEO and direct and email from abandoned basket and referral sales? You've got to keep an eye on all these channels because otherwise, you know, on the face of it, when we checked all of that, she thought all of those things were working. But when we checked the overall numbers, her total website revenue was the same as she was spending on Google ads every month. Plus, she was having to pay for delivery. She was having to pay for the, the product. She was having to pay herself and her partner and any other staff to run the business. This wasn't working. So Amazon was actually just, they were lowering their Amazon profit, bumping up this website operation that made no sense. So we made some really quick changes to the PPC campaigns on Google Shopping and changed that. And she's now got twice as much revenue coming into the store from Google Shopping directly, not including those other traffic sources like referrals and stuff. And I think it's, it's, it's really important to understand that I've been quoting, um, there was a chap from uh, ASOS I was having a beer with a while ago and I asked him about the attribution stuff at ASOS. And he said, we, we gave up trying to nail it and we just created a bit more of an AI approach to like a general steer. AI, because they have so much data, smaller businesses can do it just by have a dig around the main traffic sources on Google, you know, on Google Analytics. Is the business working right now? Yes or no? And how, if, if no, how far away from it are we from, from where we need to be? If yes, how do we refine or scale it? Because it is working. And I think, you know, having that as a sort of overall approach as well as specific channels, the reality is a lot of business look at neither. I do a lot of analytics training courses with, with our clients. And I always ask the question of who logged into analytics in the last seven days and barely anybody's hand in the room will go up. And it's like, so your business could be absolutely failing right now and you've got no idea. And everyone's kind of like, yeah, that's why you're in. <laughs> you know, and then we kind of tackle it. But um, yeah, it is interesting looking at them as a business, which is a very similar case to, again, that strategic consultative problem that I built Spec to solve. You know, Spec, Spec exists for that exact purpose. So I think that it's a really good example. Anyone that's listened to this podcast for a while knows that over the last, it's been a year and a half that I've been doing this podcast, I brought up so, so, so many times clients who came to me because they had been running Facebook ads with other companies and these so-called uh, Facebook ad experts. And you see them also in different Facebook groups, on Reddit groups and things like that. And there's like these people, these so-called Facebook ad agencies saying, oh, I'll bring you in all these sales. And I've spoken about particular clients that I've worked with that have come to me saying, oh, I worked with an agency. I gave them $1,000, $2,000 a month, pounds, whatever, but a couple of thousand per month. And they brought me in 100 or 1,000 views, or they brought me in 1,000 email addresses. And I've got different case studies for different clients. And then once I actually look over the statistics, it's exactly what you were just saying with that particular client we're talking about is that, yeah, okay, they might've got a thousand email signups, but what did that actually mean? Like, did it actually bring you any revenue? Did it bring you any profit? And there's so many Facebook ad experts out there. And I say it with inverted commas, just disgusted by anyone can set up a Facebook ad company. But then you have someone, and that's why I, with you, Nick, I love what you do so much is because you're just so honest. You're not there trying to just make money. You could easily just take a thousand pounds off for each person and just say, yeah, I'll run your Facebook ad campaigns. Oh, it didn't work for you. That's your fault. Go away. And you know, good luck to you, which a lot of these people are doing. You actually sit down and you analyze every section of it. And this is where if you go to work with a Facebook ad company, and it's not just Facebook ads, but it's, you know, any sort of pay-per-click. If that ad agency is not analyzing what you're doing first, if they're not going through and saying, okay, well, what's the actual funnel that people go through? If they sign up for an email, is the email actually the right email that they're getting? Is the pop-up good enough? Most of these agencies are not doing that and then it will never work. So 
don't listen to people that are saying to you, oh, I'll help you spend $5 a day on Facebook ads and get you all of this traffic because that's not how it works. And you're very thorough and you go through and you fix the broken links along the way. And that's where you start making the profit. Yeah, 100% agree with that. And I think the, I mean, the other thing to reference as well is that Facebook pixel is such a liar. Like I, I would love to put Facebook Pixel on trial in a courtroom. Genuinely, I, um, I wrote an article about this a, a few years ago. Um, the reason I say that is, it if if somebody just imagine this journey for a second, somebody goes on to Google and clicks on a Google ad. They're like, all right, I'm searching for a product. I click on this Google ad and come to your website. They then come back via SEO later and subscribe to an email. They buy a product. Then they see their product in a Facebook ad because your retargeting is not working properly. As in. They're already a customer and you're retargeting to them, which is a slightly pointless exercise. Email is cheaper than, 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 than advertising. So why would you pay for them when you can just email them now? So take them out of all of those lists. Facebook will take credit for that sale, even though you clicked on the Facebook ad after you had become a customer. And what it is, is they'll take credit for that sale because they'll Pixel will say, I've seen a transaction, I've seen a click even if the click was after it. And Facebook will correct me on that and say it won't. But we've run tests and it will. And the other thing it will do is, and the point here really being is, Facebook attributes anything to Facebook activity, even if it comes through a channel later, which is kind of useful because you're like, do you know what, if Facebook generated 100 new customers, but none of them bought when they clicked on the Facebook ad, but the Facebook ad was the first thing. That got the customer interested, but they bought, all of them came back direct. You know, it was an expensive product. It takes a bit of a buying decision. They come back later. So I think, understanding the way these tracking tools work is really, really important. And the other point I, I want to make as well, that I think is really, really, really key here. We have some clients that have ad agencies and they have SEO agencies and they have e-commerce agencies, web agencies, and none of those agencies are us. We're bought in to do the strategic bit in the middle. So we did this for one of the biggest whiskey brands in the world recently. They had all the different suppliers, but the head of e-com was like, we don't have a strategy. We don't know what we're doing. And the point being is you only get out of supply what you put in. So a Facebook expert does not mean they're going to make you money. It just means they know about Facebook. And then as, as, you, as you've alluded to, Caroline, there's different levels of expert and there's experts who are not experts and experts that are. You know, it just asked Parker and at Spec, we have very... We've, we've kind of like two things here in terms of our processes. In one sense, they're all very rigid, which means we don't make mistakes. And those processes are based on decades of experience between people like Caroline and myself. However, they're also flexible enough that it will do what it needs to do on the bottom line of, of, of your balance sheet. You know, it will get you new customers and it will get you revenue. And I think that's a really important point to make that, you know, you, just because someone's a Facebook expert, you still need to brief them properly. You need to say to them like, this is how much profit I make per item. These are the items that I want to start with. These are the um, particular customers I'm after. And possibly even give them access or, you know, show them some customer data, you know, hashtag GDPR and all of that sort of stuff. Make sure that's tied up. But give them access to enough information and brief them properly. One thing we're good at at Spec, and partly because we, we've got this so much in the past, is people be like, yeah, we want to do some SEO now. So can you just give us a quote and crack on? You know, what do your packages look like? And it's like, whoa, 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 pause, rewind. Why do you want to do SEO? And they, they sort of say, well, you know, it's another traffic source or it's the next thing we need to do with our marketing. And it's like, okay, what's it going to deliver for you? Oh, we don't know. Okay, well, what areas do we want to do for SEO here? And often with things like SEO, you're not bound by click costs. So if there's an expensive keyword on Google for, for on your PPC campaigns, why not target that on SEO? Because if you don't rank for it, it's one of 100 or 200 or 500 different things. It, again, it's having that consultative approach of how is this actually going to work? What's involved? 
And one of the things I've, met, I've tried to make sure we can do at Spec and, you know, Just Ask Park and massively this as well is we can take on a client that just need the strategy and the direction. We can take on a client that have none of that. We can also take on a client that have the strategy and direction. They just need somebody to actually do the implementation of it. Or actually, we've got a time constraint. We need somebody to help with the time constraint, you know, which is, again, where Spec and Just Ask Parker are both brilliant at doing that. You know, you can get so many different things done. But equally, I think if you don't brief the supplier properly, you're going to absolutely fail regardless. You know, you have to brief them properly. They have to know what's what. They have to have all the data that they need. Otherwise, you know, some of those scenarios you mentioned where they've got email signups or something. Well, if the brief was just get more people sign up to email and the brief wasn't to look at the website itself or look at what those emails are doing, then, you know, you're sort of setting yourself up to fail here because oh, you get all those emails yeah. in and then it's like, now what? And it's like, well... Yeah, those people didn't want to spend more than $1 on anything. They were looking for a free thing. But now you're selling a $100 product and you're wondering why none of them are buying. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> but I got a 1,000 email addresses. <laughs> We've had so many clients like that. Uh, we got a client at the moment that it's um, 200. It's just a health capsule you take every day. Yeah. And it's got all these like awesome kind of um, supplements and stuff in it. Um, and it's worth the money. Like the actual capsule itself cost like 60 or 70% of the cost of the product. Plus they have to run a business with the rest of it. But yeah, trying to trying to convince people to buy something on like a 150 pounds or 200 pounds, which is about the same as dollars at the moment per month, you know, for 30 of them. So one a day, it's, it's not an easy sell. And so our content has to be amazing. Our email campaigns have to be amazing. The people we target have to be able to afford the product, know they want it, know there's also a problem this product solves. Otherwise, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a recipe for failure. Um, you know, it's, when you're baking a cake, you don't deliberately put the wrong ingredients in. So don't do that with your marketing. Yeah, it's so true. And I remember one time when I was in London with you, um, we were talking on stage and we were talking about the planning process and how important the planning is. And so many people do not care about that. And that was, you know, just as Parker's whole, the whole premise behind it is helping people learn how to plan their marketing because so many people come in and they just say, oh, okay, I'm going to, I just started a Shopify store. I'm going to do some Facebook ads and tomorrow I'm going to do some SEO. And then the next day I'm going to go and, you know, set up something else and nothing's working together. And I love the fact that that's so important to you because just taking someone's money, you can take someone's money, but if you haven't got that plan behind everything, then it doesn't work. And I'm very excited to see how you and your team come into Just Ask Parker and add more areas to it and, you know, really help people. And it's going to be an exciting next six months of this year, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really excited about it. I've been doing some really fun stuff like reading thousands of support tickets and, and having a look at kind of, you know, what are the internal team talking about and just going, ah, oh, I can see an opportunity here. One of the things we're looking to launch, so this is not an official announcement yet, it's just a kind of, here's what we're thinking. Um, and feel free to send any ideas in as well. That One of the things we are going to do at some point in the next few weeks is launch some sort of ideas submission process. Partly because Just Ask Parker, the thing that strikes about it is it is a community. You know, a lot of the guys listening to this podcast right now, you've listened to loads of podcasts. You know, I'm sure there's quite a small percentage actually that it's your first podcast. There is a community here and I, I want to get people more vocal within that community. We just have to do it in a structured way because you know, the amount of people that listen to these podcasts, if everybody submitted one idea a year, I would have no time to do anything else in my life, including sleep. Um, but yeah, there's, there's stuff like that we're going to do. Um, we are investigating quite heavily into SEO tasks at the moment. I think that's one thing that, you know, wh when Caroline and I were first talking, we were like, SEO is, you know, there's a few bits on there, but we need to offer more SEO tasks. And what 
what we're looking at, the kind of leading idea at the moment that, um, you know, that's been put forward is, um, is that we're going to try to offer something on a kind of ongoing basis. It's not necessarily going to be you have to sign up for six months. From that. It's more a case of like, we're going to break it down into stages to say like, okay, stage one, if we don't have a strategy for SEO and a proper keyword list and some understanding of customers, there's no point in optimizing content at all. So we're going to do that one first, then we're going to work on some content and there'll be different levels of how many products we optimize or how many categories or whether we want to optimize the site as it is today or whether we want to come back to you with a bigger recommendation of how the site should be. You know, don't just have categories because of how your warehouse is set up. Let's have the categories working in a way that people search this. Therefore, let's have a list of products when they land on the site for that. And it's some of this will sound really, really basic, but you need to get that data in, in hand first. And again, every recommendation we made for sites has always been different. So some of the things we're looking to do is, again, the idea is submission, I think is going to be, uh, going to be quite a big one. SEO tasks are massively on the agenda here. Another thing as well, which is both spec and some of my network is I know so many amazing consultants in so many different lines of work. So what we are going to be looking at, and I was having a call with some of the potential um, people we might bring in to do this, is offering some sort of bespoke task where it starts off with you guys filling out a big questionnaire about your business. And then we will have an e-commerce or SEO or CRO, so conversion rate optimization, or a gamification or a UX expert, some sort of expert who's sitting in the UK, sitting in the US sort of thing, works on Shopify, just gets it. The kind of people like Caroline and myself, we can just look at stuff and go, I see exactly what's wrong here. I don't need the numbers specifically to give you some really good advice, but actually give me the numbers. And what will happen, the process will probably be something like, you guys order the task, fill out quite an extensive form, which might take you guys an hour or two. But this is like, this isn't sort of just building a little marketing plan. This is a, let's get somebody that's, you know, working with Gymshark and working with TK Maxx and these kind of brands. Let's get some people who are working on this stuff to give your little shop an overview. But as always offering it as such a competitive rate that could be a game changer for your business. And then we might have other things you can add into that, like a, um, you know, you also get an hour on the phone to deliver that, that piece of work and that sort of thing. So what I'm trying to do with Just Ask Parker is take what's there at the moment on the platform, as in at the moment you can get lots of amazing things done. You know, it can save you huge amounts of time, can get some things done, set, setting up new things you've not done before, but then start to add in the kind of next phase. Now you've done all the basics or your social media is turned on, your website's looking good, you're getting some orders. How do we now get it from sort of, you know, phase two, sort of post, you know, phase one being launched, phase two being what you're doing with Just Ask Parker. How do we offer that kind of next thing and really start to bring in the experience that we've got with, you know, with our network and also in our business um, and really start to push things. And so I think in terms of the platform, that's, that's where we're looking to go. And I'm, I'm incredibly excited. And again, these are not announcements. These are just ideas. And there's going to be a formal process we're going to launch to, to get more insights from people around that. The other things we're looking at as well is around the, um, you know, the coaching and consultative side and the courses. We're looking at how do we revamp all of that? You know, it's, it's doing really, really well, but I'm a firm believer in there's no such thing as it's done. There's always something else we can add in the way we can refine it. So they're going to be our kind of next thing. You know, and as Caroline, um, I, I can't remember if you've mentioned already on this podcast or not, um, but, you know, we, I did plug into uh, some of those courses quite a bit long before I was officially involved with Just Ask Parker. And so there are quite a lot of videos that I recorded in my office last year showing people how to set up a Shopify store and do some basic stuff. And we are looking at how we can revamp those or even breaking the courses down into parts or even offering more of a kind of three-year growth scheme as a thing. So every month you have a new set of homework, new things to try on your site, new ideas that get pushed into there. But the idea being where every month we're pushing something forwards with those courses and actually making it more like a three-year thing. You know, so imagine if you had this 
sort of digital um, three-year kind of um, advisor. I mean, I have two advisors at, at Spec that I spend so much of my time sitting with going, okay, just ask Parker, should we get involved in this? Should we not? And it's like, okay, we should. And these are some of the ideas. And having that digitally at you know, a fraction of the cost of what I'm paying these advisors, they're not cheap. But getting that in some sort of formulaic kind of process I think is kind of cool. And then the other thing as well, as Caroline's already mentioned, is this podcast. I knew people come into stuff with fresh ideas. And my, my ideas and my team's ideas so far have been massively around the interview side of things. There are quite a few people that have reached out to us in recent months that we're now going to bring onto the podcast and interview about things. I'm going to get some of our clients on here, which I think could be quite exciting. Businesses that are doing 5, 10, 20 million dollars, pounds, Australian dollars, euros, doing those kind of volumes per week. Um, you know, the kind of challenges those guys are having, because they all started where a lot of the people who probably listen to this podcast, the kind of, how do I get my first thousand sales? How do I get my first few customers? How do I grow this thing? How do I use Shopify? These guys have been doing it for 20, 30, 40 years in terms of running businesses. So yeah, we're going to try and draw on their experience, which I'm sort of crazy excited about as well. But yeah, loads of plans. And as Caroline said, she's still very much going to be involved. She is going to be on maternity leave. And I've already made sure that Caroline will not be on the phone to me more than <laughs> a very, very small amount. And I'm going to limit her time because I, she needs to have a rest. <laughs> Otherwise, she's going to be no use to any of us. So I think I'm going to make sure Caroline's not overly involved in stuff, but she is still going to be around. You know, it's, it's certainly not been a, a takeover or anything like that. It's a, um, you know, I've come in and I'm adding something new to, to what already exists. So, um, yeah, so we're not saying goodbye to Caroline. We're saying go and have a break. Um, if you can call it that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From one baby to the next baby. Yeah, exactly. So just has been a baby for the last few years. So no, I'm, I'm so excited, Nick. It's, it's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful to have you and your team on board. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to the next few months to see how everything progresses and already what's going on is fantastic. And I know everyone who's listening, I know some of the guests that are coming on the podcast and I cannot wait to hear these interviews. So I'm super looking forward to it. And just you, we've, because we have been on stage together and I've seen you present and you've been on workshops in there, like we've done some um, online workshops together. I love the way you present. I love your personality. I love the way you come across. So you coming onto the podcast and taking over, I think that, you know, it's going to be a very easy transition because you do have that really good upbeat personality and you are very honest and straight to the point at the same time. And you don't beat around the bush with information. You're just straight up and direct and you say it how it is and people are going to learn a lot from you. So it's going to be very great, like fantastic to have you on the podcast. Cool. No, I'm massively looking forward to it. And I mean, just give everyone a quick flavor of some of the guests. We've got a psychologist uh, kind of business coach, which is quite exciting. I used to totally underestimate. Um, if I was telling you a while ago, Caroline, wasn't I, last summer about Tony Robbins, who's one of my absolute idols now. Yes, me too. Yeah. yeah and not, not because I love him. I don't agree with everything he says, which I think is healthy. Also, because my personality is a debater, which means I'm forever playing devil's advocate. So even if someone says something that I 100% wholeheartedly would give my life to agree with them sort of thing, um, I will still come back with, ah, but other people would say this. And they're like, what? I thought you would agree with me. And so I do, but I'm saying that. And it, it, yeah, I think I'm really looking forward to some of these interviews. I think, you know, we've got this um, business coach. She's brilliant. She's given me a yes. We just need to get a date in the diary to record now. She works with some of the biggest high-flying CEOs and executives across the UK. And she's got some phenomenal, I say the UK, she, she works in the US and, and South Africa as well. So again, drawing on her experience, like how do you stay focused? What do you do when you wake up in the morning and it feels like every single customer hates you and you've got no new customers and it's all going wrong? You know, how do you focus and deal with that stuff? 
we've got e-commerce directors that are going to be giving us some real kind of um, the nitty gritty, like these were the big focuses for us. These are the platforms we've worked with over the years, which ones were good, which ones were bad. We've got a CRO expert. We've got an e-commerce agency that I work hugely with. It's quite top secret, but we're launching potentially the biggest and I will announce this more in September time when it goes live because they've agreed to come on the podcast for an interview, but it's all top secret now. They could be the biggest Shopify Plus store in terms of revenue in the UK when they launch. So we're working on some massive projects. To give you an idea of the scope of what we're doing with them, they are currently on Hybris, which is an SAP e-commerce platform. And I don't know the actual number, but the biggest Hybris site we launched was £13 million wow. it cost to launch the site. That was the budget. The initial budget was two, and that was one million to launch it, one million overflow if it all goes wrong. And 13 million pounds later, three suppliers, over a thousand people involved external to the company itself. So like, that was a project I worked on four years ago. And this client that I can't mention is, uh, is on that same platform at the moment, we're moving them to Shopify Plus. It's going to be interesting, really, really interesting. And so Again, I don't want to overexcite people because until we've hit the record button and hit the stop button and gone, that sounds great. It's not happened, but we are looking at that kind of stuff. I even said to Caroline earlier, you know, we might we might do a live Q and A and then kind of upload it as a podcast later. So again, keep an eye out for this sort of stuff. We'll obviously send an email out saying on this date we're going to do a sort of online webinar Q and A type thing that will later be a podcast. But it gives you an opportunity to ask live questions to um, to someone or a panel or something like that. But yeah, I mean, I sat on a panel that you were running a while ago, didn't I, Caroline? I remember the... Uh, yes, the online one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there were four of us. It was awesome. Um, just answering questions people had submitted in advance. So yeah, we're, we're going to try and do some stuff like that. Because I think, again, Caroline said, you know, I, I shoot from the hip massively with, with, with stuff. And what I don't want is a, a podcast where I talk about stuff I like. That's, that's not the aim here. Fortunately, what I like is results. So I'm going to try and get people on here that can help you guys grow your businesses, get some good results with things you're doing. Ultimately, the way it comes back to us is you phone us up at some point and say, yeah, we've made our first month of $100,000 in sales. Yeah, we're ready to go, ready to go full whack at it. That, that's where we're aiming to get you guys and we will nurture you to that point and beyond. That's the starting block in my business is, is that kind of level. We work with smaller companies, as Caroline mentioned with the, the stuff earlier, but my aim is to help businesses get to that. And then at that point, you're at that golden kind of, um, you know, I think in the startup world, they call it the, uh, the chasm, don't they? The million pound in a single year, getting you to that point. And at that point, then really kind of, you know, nailing down, here's how we're going to grow from here and, and getting on with it. So, um, yeah, I'm super excited. I'm so delighted that I'm involved in Just Ask Parker. And it still brings a smile to my face. You know, it's been a couple of weeks now and it still brings a smile to my face when I'm telling people and I'm still having calls in my diary. People I know going, I've got to tell you guys something like, you know, we're, we're involved in this now. It's really exciting. And it's, um, you know, it's the beginning of a whole new phase for us as well. So, um, yeah, I'm so excited to be working with Caroline and the team here. Yeah, fantastic. And my team is so excited as well. They've all told me, oh, Nick's fantastic. He's so nice. And it's so nice to talk to him. And yeah, I've, I'm, <laughs> I could not be happier. And I going on maternity leave, building up Just Ask Parker from nothing and knowing that you are here to help the clients that I'm so passionate to help. It really, you know, and looking after the podcast, I think it's fantastic. So I think there's only good things ahead. And like you said, everyone should, you know, give some, you know, feedback if they've got any feedback that they want to put forward. And that's probably the best places inside the Facebook group, Winning with Shopify, that they can catch. I'll still be in there as well. And the team are in there 
looking after the group, but they can also put in some comments there on the Winning with Shopify group and let us know what they think and if they've got ideas or if they've got any suggestions for the podcast as well. Cool. Sounds good to me. I'm, uh, yeah, as I say, I'm massively looking forward to it. Super. Well, Nick, let's wrap it up now. And um, the next time people hear from you, depending on if I've had my baby yet or not, um, I'm right. I'm actually due in um, one week and two days from this recording. So depending on if I've had my baby or not, whether I'm going to be on the next podcast or not, it might just be you. It might be the two of us together, but definitely I'll be back on at some stage. But um, good luck. I wish you all the best. I'm so excited to hear your next podcast on your own and I'm looking forward to everything in 2020 to see how everything goes. Awesome. Well, it's been great to be here. And um, yeah, exactly the same from me. I hope hope everybody is staying well with everything that's going on. And um, yeah, I'm so looking forward to getting some more amazing insights and speakers and stuff onto here. So uh, yeah, thanks a lot from me. Wonderful. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, everyone. See you later. Bye. Sign up for free for the Shopify approved marketing course at 1000salesandbeyond.com and get our show notes at justaskparker.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening to the Winning with Shopify podcast.